Welcome to the Tenacious Heart Podcast. I'm your host, Taylor Cox. Here, I encourage, support, and coach on all things mental health. Whether it's anxiety, depression, ADHD, or managing your emotions, I've got you. I'll be your life coach, helping you build a life full of success, joy, and tenacity, one episode at a time. Welcome, 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 tenacious humans. This is episode 12, and we're going to be doing the Christmas Cope Ahead plan today. I'm super excited because, to be fair, I've been doing this with my clients all week. Christmas is stressful, Christmas is not easy. Not everyone has an enjoyable, healthy, enriching experience gathering with close friends and family. That's just not everybody's reality. So I wanted to focus all of my thoughts and feelings today on helping you cope for Christmas. Because it's stressful. Christmas, this whole season, is so stressful getting things ready for your kids, getting things ready for family, cleaning your house because your family's coming to your house for Christmas. Maybe there are other circumstances on your plate that make this Christmas especially challenging. I want you to feel totally prepared going into Christmas so that you can keep your self-respect that you can keep your value, and so you can also keep your sanity and have a good, meaningful Christmas, even if things do go bananas. That is going to be the focus of episode 12 today. First, as per usual, let's read out our Tenacious Heart Moment. This week's Tenacious Heart Moment comes from Rio Rancho, New Mexico. This Tenacious Human writes, Hello, Tenacious Humans and Taylor. It's coming to the end of the year, and I'd like to share a goal that I actually accomplished this year. This one has been on my New Year's resolution for a while, but I actually went for it this year. My goal was to read one book every month, and I did it. One thing that I learned from this year of reading is that I love to learn. I haven't been to college, school, or really any kind of new learning environment in a really long time. I felt like with every passing month, I was learning so much about myself, my relationships, and general topics that I'm interested in. I think I'm going to keep up this tradition for the rest of my life. Thanks for allowing a space for me to share my little win from this past year. Tenacious human, I think that is so cool. I think that I'm going to be putting that same goal on my resolutions this year. I've been trying to read more recently. Well, when I say read, I mean via Audible. (laughs) This is not an Audible plug, but I am telling you, being able to do the dishes, being able to be a mom, being able to get things done around the house, being able to have something to listen to in the car versus taking the time to actually sit down and read a book. I can have somebody in my ear reading me a book and I'm able to manage 
everything else that's on my plate. It is incredible. I have been loving Audible. I love the thought behind reading a book every month. Way to go, Tenacious Human. You've not only inspired me, but you've also inspired any Tenacious Human out there listening right now. Thank you so much for sharing your huge victory with us. If you'd like to share your own Tenacious Heart moment from your life, email me at tenaciousheartlifecoaching at gmail.com. Specific instructions are in the description below. Now let's get into our Christmas Cope Ahead plan. As I said earlier, the vast majority of my sessions this week with my clients have been focused on navigating family relationships during the holidays. This tends to be a reoccurring trend every single holiday season. It starts around mid-November and goes until the new year. The majority of tenacious humans I coach come see me because of the issues their family of origin has caused in regards to their mental health, self-esteem, and how their generational trauma affects their relationships every single day. If you are listening to this and you think, I'm actually really excited to go home for Christmas and see everyone, (laughs) there is so much reason to be grateful for that because for some, that is not the case. For some, they're going back to toxic communication, gaslighting, narcissism, emotional immaturity, or it's going back to places where significant abuse took place. These people want to be home for Christmas, want to be able to have a good time with family, but also know that there is going to be a lot of drama. I thought I'd focus today's episode on my best tip for effectively navigating this Christmas season and family relationships that will keep the season drama free for you. This tip is creating a cope ahead plan. I'll coach you on how to do that. What is a cope ahead plan? A cope ahead plan is making specific plans for what kind of drama might go down in your life. It's taking an active step to be more prepared so that you can be more effective in your life and in your relationships. You can be more prepared for the drama by planning for the drama. What you can use to your advantage is you know your family better than anyone. You know your friends better than anyone. You know that Uncle Bill is going to comment on your choice in portion size and that you've already had two cookies. You know that your mom is going to criticize your long hair and beard. You know that grandpa is going to be bringing his new girlfriend who is your age to dinner. You know your humans well, no matter what the circumstances. This kind of drama that I'm presenting to you, it's most likely going to happen. So how can you plan ahead? I've got a specific worksheet that I'll link in the pod blog, tenaciousheartlifecoaching.com slash podcast. This will walk you through how to create your own cope ahead plan. 
for today. We're going to use our imagination (laughs) and I'll describe what it looks like so you can get a good visual of what you'll do on your own with the worksheet. Imagine that you've opened a Word document and you've made a table. This table has four columns and however many rows you need. The first column is for triggers slash prompting events. Second column is for your thoughts. Third column is for your emotions. And the fourth column is for your behavior slash coping skills. In the first column, you are going to write down every possible family drama outcome. What you feel could or might happen that could trigger your own anxiety, overwhelm, stress, or even anger. You want to ask yourself, what circumstances could make me really vulnerable to going against my own values or my own boundaries? You're going to want to write down anything and everything. It doesn't matter if you think that it won't even happen. Oh man, I'm just being super anxious. It probably won't even happen. Doesn't matter. Write it down. If you're worried about it, put it down. If you're stressed about it, put it down. The next column is for the emotions that these circumstances might create in you. Circumstance happens, you feel triggered, your emotions go up. What emotions are there? Let's say your dad comes in and you can tell he's upset. He's either going to explode or continue to be passive aggressive and rude to anyone who gets in his way. What kind of emotions will you feel in that moment? You're going to go circumstance by circumstance. All the what ifs you just put down in column one. You're now going to write down what emotions you might feel when and if that plays out. You're going to want to prepare for the emotions you'll feel. Any emotions that catch you off guard or less prepared will leave you vulnerable to acting out or doing something impulsive. If you need help with this emotional work, go to the Googles, type in emotion wheel in your browser, go to images, and then you're going to look for a big circle that has tons of different kinds of emotions in there. Start with the center. There's going to be mad, sad, surprised, angry, happy, I believe. Start there and you're like, well, it feels like I might be angry, but it's not really that. You're going to go to the center, anger, and then All of the words that are in that colored section that anger is in, you're going to go through all of those words and you are going to go through them until you find the exact emotion that you feel like may come up for you if the triggering circumstance plays out. Our next column is urges. You will notice, well, hopefully you've noticed, that this cope ahead plan looks a whole lot like the model. 
That's because it is, folks. <laughs> if we use the model correctly, we know that if those emotions continue to increase, you're more likely to actually act on what you're feeling. What urges do you think you'll have to the circumstances you wrote down? What negative behaviors will you be vulnerable to actually doing because you're feeling triggered? This is going to look like a default. This is going to look like maybe a pattern of yours that plays out. This circumstance happens. I feel triggered. Emotions come to the surface. I can't manage those emotions well. I do this. What does the negative pattern look like for you? What negative behaviors will you be vulnerable to actually doing because you're feeling triggered? Let's use the same example as before. Your dad walks into the room. He's obviously upset, but just continues to passive aggressively belittle everyone. How would you usually react to this? What urges would you usually act on? Would you quickly try to distract your dad with something else by appeasing him? Would you become small and anxious? Would you go straight to the liquor cabinet and pour yourself another drink? In this column is where you want to put down what would usually play out for you during that moment. The last column is your plan of action for each scenario. Instead of doing what you usually do, how could you be more effective? Is that using a coping skill, holding a boundary? Whatever your plan is, you want it to be effective where you're able to be your authentic self, keep your self-respect, and where you don't compromise your values. You need to decide what you are willing to tolerate and what you're not willing to tolerate. Then it's all about following through. What will I do specifically when my boundary has been crossed? This may look like taking a break, going for a drive, or it could be standing up for yourself, saying something like, I don't appreciate how I'm being treated. I'm going to go. Then you get up and you go. The most important part of this whole Cope Ahead plan is this part. And it's also the hardest. It's so, so hard. Doing something different, creating change, it's so hard because you've probably never done it before. There is so much comfort in the negative coping skills because you know that they'll keep you safe. However... (laughs) They are not serving you well or your relationships well. You deserve better for yourself. If you need help sorting out the doing part of this exercise, please, 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 please come see me. We can work together to come up with skills and strategies that will serve you well. There is absolutely a way to be able to be firm, respectful, and kind without losing your dignity, your sanity, without losing your self-respect. You don't have to be a doormat anymore. You don't have to be walked all over anymore. You can respectfully and honestly stand up for yourself 
And it'll make it so much easier for you to do that if you've prepared before time. The last part of every Cope Ahead plan is the self-compassion piece. There is a good chance that holding new healthy boundaries with the difficult people in your life will be incredibly challenging. There is a good chance that they will react, that they'll get mad, that they'll get sad, or even gaslight you into thinking that you're the crazy one for holding them accountable. Difficult people do not like boundaries. That should be expected. And what should also be expected is that that's going to be really difficult for you. And that's okay. If you're new to holding healthy boundaries, it may be so outside your comfort zone that you start to feel like you are the bad guy, that you are being too sensitive, that you are being too emotional, that you're expecting too much from these humans. I always coach my clients to write themselves a letter reminding them of their worth, their values, and what it is that they really deserve. This can look like writing encouragement to yourself. This can look like writing reminders of why you're worthy of doing things and reminding yourself that you're not asking for too much. Write this letter like you're writing to your very best friend or someone you love unconditionally. Then do not forget this letter at home. Bring it with you. Pack it on the plane. Bring this letter wherever you go. Have it with you so that when it gets hard, you can open it. Read it. This can look like writing reminders of why you're worthy of good things and reminding yourself that you're not asking for too much. Write this letter like you're writing to your very best friend or someone you unconditionally love. Then bring this letter with you and open it when you're feeling really overwhelmed, when you're feeling like just allowing it to be, breaking your boundaries, being small. Crack open that letter, read it, and it will give you the strength that you need and the resolve that you need to continue to be firm and respectful and kind with these boundaries. And that's it, people. We're keeping it very simple and short today. Your homework this week is to make your own Christmas Cope Ahead plan. You can absolutely create your own table for this, as I've described, or if you want to go the easy route and use my worksheet, go to the pod blog, www.tenaciousheartlifecoaching.com slash podcast. There in episode 12, you can find the link to the worksheet and all other links like social media, how you can contribute to the pod through generous donations, or how you can set up your free one-on-one consultation with me. Like I said, that's it, folks. I know this episode will be coming out just a few days before Christmas. I hope that you have a wonderful Christmas this year. You deserve happiness, health, and peace this holiday season. Have a very merry Christmas, everyone. I will see you next week for episode 13. Bye.